This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The winning run continues. The clean sheet run continues. One title rival drops points. The other takes a being at Wembley. Man, the running is really hotting up now, isn't it? This is the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast discussing Ipswich Town up or down since 2015. I'm Richard Woodard and this is the flagship show available live on YouTube every Sunday night and on podcast shortly afterwards. We are live tonight. We want to hear from you in the chat. Um, but joining me to keep a lid on things, guys, we're keeping a lid on things. Now we're not. Seb Brown, Dave Diamond. Seb, we'll start with you. You were at Derby on Saturday. Have you come down off cloud nine yet or are you still buzzing? No, mate, absolutely buzzing. I've spent my entire day rewatching the highlights. I've watched the <laughs> 10 to 11 minutes of Rams TV highlights. Yeah. I've watched all the Twitter clips of the full-time whistle that the club put out and that people put out in the stands. And yeah, still on still on cloud nine. We still won, though, amazing, yeah? Still amazing, won too, yeah? Yeah, an Good. amazing, amazing away day. Dave, how are you? Are you, I mean... We both followed remotely. We need to declare straight off the bat. Yeah, we did. I I must admit, I did catch the second half. I managed to catch the second half. But um, yeah, it was, um, yeah, impressive, wasn't it? And um, yeah, we'll we'll get on to the goals. I mean, the quality of the goals were just on a totally, totally different level. Spoiler alert. But yeah, what a performance. What a performance. Yeah, it's been a, a good weekend for, well, a good Saturday for Ipswich as well. We need to mention friend of the pod friend of the pod and kind of inverted commas, Fabio Wardley, who's now 60 yeah. now. Um, pretty comfortable by the sounds of thing. Maybe ended a little bit prematurely perhaps, but uh, mm. and that's that's the limit of my boxing knowledge, chaps, but uh, congrats to Fabio. Um, I was hoping that ITFC women would have some positivity to talk about as well, but sadly their game was postponed. So we are going to drill into Derby in great detail. But first off, let's see who is with us tonight. Gary, great to have you with us. One of the Telegram VIPs. Lee's here as well. Charlie, here we <laughs> go. Loving how the table looks. Now, Bluey, I need to find odds for us winning all the remaining games. The Joe Fairs special, Bluey. That's what that is called. Charlie um, McKenna has done some seriously impressive management since the gloom of the Rovers game. I mean, even Cambridge as well, Charlie. Chris is here. 
Dan is here. Michael, good morning from Brisbane. Ashley, I, I, evening, lost my voice yesterday, only just getting it back. What an amazing away day. Um, Mullet is keeping a lid on things as well, nice and... Yeah, nice and reasonable from Mullet. Tone, keep it toned down, Mullet, that's the way. Mark's here. Wow, Baron's here. We've got some good numbers here. New names. Neil's here as well. Yeah. Will, thank you folks for joining in. Um, this is great. We'll um, definitely hear from you throughout the show. Give us your thoughts, um, either on Derby, ahead of Wickham if you want to as well, on Fabio Wardley, on Plymouth v Bolton, guys. That's where Ben was today, hence why I'm stepping in. Dave, you've got a finger out. Yeah, I think before we forget, also big congrats to, to our um, our colleague Joe. And oh, Mrs. Joe, yeah, of course. Fares, Mrs. Fairs as well. He did absolutely brilliantly and ran the, um, I think it was the London, I think I get this right, the London Landmarks. London was it half Landmarks, marathon? yeah. Was it half? I think it was yeah. half marathon. So absolutely brilliant for a great appeal, Tommy's appeal, which is absolutely superb appeal. So brilliant stuff, Joe. And, and, and Mrs. Joe, Mrs. Fairs as well, brilliant. Mrs. Joe as well, yeah, good shout. And and Joe proving it's a marathon, not a sprint, guys. There you go, segue. That's why. That's why I'm in the host chair. Uh, Kurt, good to have you, Stephen, here as well. Yeah. Half marathon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Romeo is very excited. Blue heart, there. We love that. Um, Gary's oh Gary super excited Gary very generous of the Gazza. on the super chat as we always say thank you everyone if you want to do that you can do so via the live chat there's a super chat button there but the, we just love a thumbs up so please support the pod by providing a thumbs up subscribe if you haven't already and thank you to the folks on Facebook as well Tom and Stephen have done a thumbs up there so um, do that as well but Gary thank you so much Zorak dare we believe we are don't oh I'm the wrong host for this show I'm the wrong host let's Move it on. And thank you, everyone, for joining in. We're trying to speak to as many of you as we can. Thank you. There's people from Brooklyn all over the place. We're grateful that you're with us. But let's get on to business, guys. 30,000 odds at Derby Seb amongst the 3,000 in the away end. And I'm, I struggle to remember whether I've spoken to you both about this or just one of you. But haven't we been lamenting the lack of opportunities for one Greg Lee? And Dave, um, he's in the team. Yeah, probably not the so circumstances we found, we'd like. No, no. So we found out um, pretty much just before kickoff, well, two, obviously two o'clock, that um, yeah, Leaf Davis had picked up a knock, and um, yeah, Greg Lee, Greg Lee. I mean, I think we've all said that you know, had it not been for you know, Davis has been absolutely outstanding, um, pretty much since game one. <laughs> thinking about game one, but um, yeah, he's been absolutely superb and so consistent so Greg Lee who I think when he's played is, is hasn't let us down whatsoever and a great player in his own right um I think it only started three games I think up till up till yesterday so yeah so and I don't think anybody yeah yeah you'd miss perhaps you'd think you'd miss Davis going forward I mean look at his assist number sheer number of assists but um yeah I don't as a replacement I don't think anybody amongst us had any qualms at all about Greg Lee and so it was proved so it's pretty let's have a look at the the teams here this is the sofa score representation of that said we were talking about derby on the pre-match show live on friday and, and your suspicion was that whilst this might be the way that the back four ended it was a bit of a back three for a time that's how i saw it at kickoff yeah i sort of clocked it when it started for the first kind of 15 20 minutes and then i was listening to uh to warns post match interview and he did confirm it, it was a back 3 so it was forsyth yeah. cashin and smith were the back 3 with rooney at the right wing back and and roberts the left wing back so they, it didn't last that long but that was certainly how they they started the game mcgoldrick kind of had a free role where he could pretty much 
go anywhere. And like, like we saw when he was asked when we had Murphy up top, obviously, you know, you can kind of drop deep, pick the ball up, link play. Collins was kind of the, the main one up front, but Collins would also shift to the left quite a lot as well in that opening kind of exchange. But they, you know, as we saw from how dominant we were, they never really got going. I think it was about 20, 25 minutes, maybe just after the first goal when they switched it back to the back four. And that's how he stayed for the rest of the game. Any thoughts on the town lineup? Not, no surprises, really. Nothing. Uh, Hurst, no, we, the Dapo is probably, it, again, the debate. I think it picks itself at the moment, it does. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, barring injuries. Absolutely. Barring injuries, of course. And we hope that yeah. Davis will be back for Wickham. But Touch, yeah. I, touching wood. Touching wood. So we... Derby are a strange one, aren't they? You know, we we talked through this on, on the pre-match, and the more research I put into it, the more confident I felt. And I, I, a question for you, Seb, having seen them now in the flesh, do you feel like Paul Warren's a fit there at Derby? Is this is this the kind of play that Derby fans want, maybe? Uh, at the moment, probably not, because he's not had a chance to mould things properly, given the, the the transfer restrictions they find themselves under. So we spoke in detail on Friday night about it. I guess you know if if, if the if the financial implications of their misdemeanors of the past are rectified this summer, he'd probably go out and sign two or three strapping centre halves, a strapping centre forward up front to hold the ball up, and they'd become a much more recognisable Pornwood sign. But you know they're, they're, they're doing okay. They've they've obviously come down with a what was it six professionals at the start of the season, so they were you know they're probably just grateful. To to still have a club and still be in and around it. I know they dropped out the playoff positions yesterday, uh, yep. but you know he's a, he's a proven quality manager at this level. Some of the gamesmanship and stuff can be a little bit tiresome, maybe. Um, but you know they've got themselves a decent manager, and if, if if they can recruit successfully, then I've got you know no reason why they wouldn't look to look to go back. I, I guess if you're thinking of you know if they want to be playing free flowing attacking football, like we said on Friday, is he the man to to lead your side? Probably not. You know what you're going to get from him, um, and if they kind of make their peace with that to get themselves back up to the championship and, and so be it. I think I'd agree considering like considering where they were in this summer they've done fantastically mm. well yeah. really. Fantastically and, to well, to re, to, and to sustain it and to recruit the players they have done they've done brilliant brilliantly well. Yeah well I mean worth noting that um, McGoldrick obviously start, started I guess we were maybe surprised to, to not see Conor Horahan in there as well. Uh, he makes an appearance doesn't he off the bench but some high quality players and Mendes Lang we like as well so yeah no mean feat to, to go there and put in the performance that we did Seb talk to us about the early exchanges because it, it felt like Town had the, the lion's share of possession but Derby a few corners and it might be a corner that is their undoing perhaps yeah I mean for that first 15-16 minutes we dominated it, it's hard to kind of describe an issue with there how how good we were how comfortable we were we kind of put a foot straight on the ball and absolutely dominated proceedings Chaplin and Broadhead were causing all kinds of problems finding space in behind I mean Broadhead went on what a run down the touchline Rooney basically rugby tackled him and we were so good we kept the ball in play for another two minutes with our passing and stuff and I think the, the amount of time went by the ref didn't call him back to book him it would have been a booking anywhere else on the pitch but we were we were so comfortable so in control Derby then force a, a couple of corners. They were dropping them right underneath Walton underneath the crossbar. He kind of punches one behind and it's a bit of a, oh, uh, not sure about that one. <laughs> and then he comes confidently, claims the next one in the in the 17th minute and then Broadhead is off. It's a, yeah, it's it's an absolutely fantastic goal. If, if you know, if you saw prime Messi Barcelona score this kind of goal, you'd be purring about it because it was absolutely stupendous. You know, the ball, the throw out from Walton is, is superb. <laughs> Broadhead is—it's it's very much like Burns away at Bolton. He's—he's—he's on—he's on the, the touchline. He's flying down the wing. He sees Burns in space. Lovely little skip to set himself. Floats the perfect ball over. I'm sure I've heard Dave say on the flagship before how good Burns is in the air. He just kind of waits for it. You know the the power of the header and the precision of the header to pick Chaplin out. 
because Corey Smith is right there. Chaplin, first time chest control on his right foot, <laughs> rolls it home, 20 for the season. What was it, 16 seconds between Walton catching it and the ball being in the back of their net? Absolutely phenomenal piece of play. They all run to the corner flag in front of the town fans bar, Walton. We go absolutely crazy, and it was fully deserved because we had completely dominated, and it was just an absolutely superb quality goal. Dave, I'm going to get your thoughts on this as well, because I think McKenna kind of talked about, even, even know, McKenna well, was kind of talking about this as being a kind of textbook counter-attacking goal. But I, I want to give massive credit to Christian Walton. I think he was our player oh. of the month in the end for March, wasn't it? But the throw, we talked about Broadhead's pass into Burns, which, as Seb has said, perfectly flighted, perfect pace on it. But the throw from Walton is what, starts this move and it, it shouldn't be un, underestimated how significant that was from him to get everything moving yeah as you know i've been I bang on about watching town now for bloody hell 50 seasons plus perhaps given my age away there that is one of the best goals of its type i've seen wow. us score ever unbelievable goal just a sheer how clinical it was from yeah. because don't forget just the you know as you say like 30 seconds before Walton was right under the pump from that corner and he yeah Seb's right if you look at it back he doesn't really it's weird how he manages to sort of fist it away and fist it up and over the bar is it yeah, really Spider-Man on angle? Or Superman you kind of get it? It, it, it shouldn't be critical we kind of gets away with that and right through the game clearly and we'll get onto this after half time McGoldrick is just all over him every yeah. single corner pretty much all over him that's the way. But it's just clinical, you're right, the throw in, he just finds space, does it? What I like about it, if you watch it back, as soon as he gets the ball, Burns goes there, Chaplin goes straight, Broadhead goes there. And as Seb said, the <laughs> it's ridiculous. The bit of skill that Broadhead, the skip he puts in to set himself for the crossfield ball is just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then it's just class. You say, you know, um, I saw, I think, a comment on the Derby um, um, Derby forum, perhaps bad defender by Smith. He was just unbalanced. He can, no way yeah. could you defend that. You know, the cushion header back from, was back across him from um, the, from uh, from Burns and Chaplin, you know, once he's there, he just gets it out of his feet, doesn't he? Fett squares up the keeper and rolls it in. As, as a goal, I don't think I've seen a score a better... I don't know. I just lost, almost lost for words on that goal. It was so good. Seriously. It's, it's, I agree, Neil. Goal of the season. You won't beat that for a goal. And I thought, do you know, in the last three games, we scored similar goals, really. But, yeah. okay, not the massive crossfield ball. You know, the Burns charge down from um, in the Bolton game. The, you know, the move, the Chaplin, um, the, yeah, the, the Clark-Chaplin-Burns move for the Hurst goal in the, in, in the Shrewsbury game. Just, you, you can't defend that. You can't play against that. You can't. No, well, we and we also said, didn't we? We mentioned that Fleetwood had caught them out a few times on the counter attack as well. Yeah. So, and you know, that plays right into our strength at the moment as a team, doesn't it? But and there is no weak part of that move, is there? It's all, it's all it is, pinpoint. It is, I mean, honestly, the bench, and I heard you hear McKenna talk about it afterwards. He just can't, I think he just can't believe it, can he? I mean, it's mm. just perfect. It's almost, well, it is. It's a perfect goal. It's an incredible goal. Um, and I'm now rapidly coming round to, um, to Ben's sort of the Ben's sort of example of town pre pre Broadhead and post Broadhead, I think is that important to us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He was. Oh. I don't like to use the term unplayable. I know Ben will be screaming uh, <laughs> when he watches this, but he in that first yeah thirty minutes, especially he had them on toast. I mean, there's a bit just after the goal where he's on the touchline. He sort of comes inside Rooney, <laughs> beats two or three more drops in the his box. Shoulder. Put, yeah, drops his, shoulder. drops his shoulder, puts a couple of them down. He can't quite get his shot off because they're kind of diving in. They they could not deal with him in the slightest. He was absolutely phenomenal, and yeah. 
he's probably but, after Chapman you know, name number two on the on the team sheet, I'd say at the moment. I think he is. I've never known an international break. I hope this doesn't rebound on us to to almost be so perfect. These two yeah. have come back. Burns was absolutely flying yesterday. Back yeah. to his probably back to his Burns of last season, probably. And Broadhead, I mean, the confidence just, you know, just from the goal. Crikey, as, as he said, you know, he's on the same pitch as Modric, or I think he's, Modric may have still been on. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But, you know, against Croatia, for goodness sake. So the confidence these lads came back from, you know, from those two games. Certainly Broadhead contributing two games. Burns didn't get on in the second. Their confidence is just sky high. And it just runs. You can see it. It just runs right through the team. And, and it's coupled with... The, the amazing run of clean sheets and, and wins oh. as well. It's, it's kind of all coming, it's all coalescing at the right point. We need to very say very quickly say thank you to Kirk on the Super Chat. Very much appreciate <laughs> that, Kirk, since I confidently Cheers, put Kirk. it on here that we would miss <laughs> out on the playoffs. We've won seven yeah. in a row, Kirk. Well, we're all doing our bit one way or the other, Kirk. So thank you very much for your support. If you've got other examples of ITFC team goals like that, I mean, it's not just a team goal, is it? It's just the incisive nature of every component. Just- the calmness of the finish by Chapman as well, which is not to be underestimated because we, we certainly have players maybe in the last few seasons have been put in that position and maybe, you know, don't get it on target or just hit it straight at the keeper. So Chaplin, we'll talk more about him in a second as well, but um, we've got a confirmation. Modric did indeed place as Romeo. Yeah, I thought went so. Off, I thought he went off went, a moment I he before was, Brody scored. Yeah, right? I, I yeah. thought he wasn't on the pitch, Romeo. Yeah, that's right. But even so, yeah. Um, but Muk Sorsban here, welcome to you. We haven't considered when Luongo starts. I mean, Seb, talk to us about the end of the the, the first half because it felt like um, largely game management or the moments yeah, in there I mean, that... The, the first 30, we completely dominated. We had a chance shortly after the goal where Broadhead was on the corner as he was kind of whipping them into the to the near post. And there was one where he went short to Morsey, but I think they kind of misread it a little bit. But suddenly Clark is there. He's a, Obviously, we know he's a confident lad. He's going to score one of these this season, I'm convinced. He <laughs> lets fly. Wildsmith kind of pushes back into the, the danger zone. Chaplin can't quite get the mm. you know the power behind the header to, to direct it Goldwoods. But yeah, for the first 30, it was just... More of the same. We were so comfortable at the back. I have to mention Burgess yesterday. I thought was absolutely outstanding. Every time, you know, he's, 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 he's mentioned Burgess as well. Yeah, his play on the ball. You know, when he's got the ball at his feet, now he's so comfortable. That you know, it shows what a great job McKenna's done with him in the last kind of twelve to fifteen months or so. But we were very, very comfortable. Derby then did wake up a little bit. Obviously, after the goal, they were kind of a bit shell shocked, and they made the tactical change. Like I say, it went back to the four. That's how I saw it, and they kind of pushed Mendes Lang up a lot more against Leeds to try and you know take him on and beat him each time. Um, and it ended the, the first half with that chance by McGoldrick where he hits the side netting. And that was a bit of a let off. It was the first kind of chance they created. M- Mendes Lang goes past Greg Lee to the touchline, whips the ball back. McGoldrick's running in at the far post unmarked. And thankfully his heading hasn't improved yeah. from when he was with us because he was never a great header of the ball. Headline, and he's headline. somehow, I'm not quite sure. If it's on target, it's a goal. Walton's not going to get there. Yeah. But obviously, you know, he hits the side netting. That's a big, big let off. We kind of all breathed a sigh of relief, and I was yeah. say there was a little bit of a delay in the away end scene. Oh, that, they wasn't thought, it? Yeah, they thought it the was the other side yeah. of it. We thought we were at the other end. We thought it was in the Derby fans. The noisy Derby fans were to our our side behind the goal. They all thought it was in, and then as soon as we realised, because McGoldrick's kind hey, of you know, give it the old way. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So that was that was a let off. They came strong in the last 50, 10, 15 minutes of the half. They came back as as you'd expect. They're the home side. They're doing okay this year. They've got a very good record at. Pride Park, as we discussed on Friday, and obviously was it forty points we said from nineteen games or so. So yeah. they are a good side of Pride Park, defeats. and they yeah, yeah they came back into it. Um, but we rode out the, the the half pretty comfortably. That McGoldrick header aside, and went into halftime full of confidence. And, and it, the restart though, Seb starts with this moment of awkwardness, and I guess we'll put this to the chat because either 
you're you believe it's an offside or you believe it's a foul or is there a gunman on the grass you know or someone got a third theory on this disallowed goal <laughs> I, I need to mention by the way that one of the um one of the lines is it assistant referees is what we're supposed to say assistant referees was called Richard Woodward, by the way, did you did you know this? Way. I saw your tweet. Yeah, I saw your tweet. You so I, I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny whether I was at Pride Park. I certainly wasn't in the away end, but maybe I had my flag up at 46 minutes. Seb, do you want to talk to us about this? Were you looking yeah, very, at it? Yes, right at it. Uh, <laughs> very much like the uh, like the Bolton game with the save penalty. You know, it's a crucial part in the game. So shortly after half time, so they they came out. They were strong as you'd expect. You know, Warns kind of got into them at half time, and they forced a, a couple of corners. And in real time, personally, I, I didn't really see anything wrong with it. It was a flicked header. Cashin kind of gets a run on his man and flicks it home. And you know, we we kind of all thought it was in. There weren't that many protests from the town players. I have to say, if it's if it's, I'm not sure what what it still is. Is it offside by McGoldrick as he looks to kind of stick it in the net? Is it a foul on Burge? I think was blocked off. Luongo maybe was blocked off. McGoldrick was on Walton as well. But in all honesty, none of none of us really kind of you know there were there were no massive protests from the town fans. And then of course we all see it's been been ruled out. And yeah, again, just like the Mr. McGoldrick header. We start giving the, the the stick back to the Derby fans, but in real time, I have to say it looked a bit of a let off because I, I couldn't really see what was wrong with it. If I'm being totally honest, the uh, the common thread here is a foul on Burgess, but personally, I think it looks like McGoldrick's offside, and he's he's not interfering with play until he starts interfering with Walton, and then I think he also taps it in and goes off to celebrate. So, yeah, Dave, what are you having? I think I think that's the obvious one, surely, isn't it? Because, you know, you see blocking like that every single corner, you know, and I didn't Ooh. think it was, you know, yeah, I think Burgess or maybe Luongo, someone you see goes down, but every single corner you see that. Um, so I think perhaps McGoldrick isn't cute enough there, really. You know, McGoldrick perhaps <laughs> with hindsight would have just, the ball goes in the corner and McGoldrick just sort of, well, you know, walks away to celebrate, but he absolutely celebrates himself, doesn't he? You know, obviously scoring against his old club. He's got no problem with that and sort of wheels away, punching the air. So maybe he should have been a bit cuter then. But um, yeah, if it, if it had been the other way, you know, other other way round would have been, would have felt harshly done by, I think. Very so I think so. we yeah, did get definitely. away with that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So we've, through the chat, thank you everyone for your contributions. We've confirmed absolutely nothing. Both, both <laughs> sides of the debate feeling like they've definitively, it's a, we've got Flim Flam officially a foul on Walton. I want to see your source, Flim Flam. Uh, yeah. Well, Warren came out and yeah, Warren came out and said it was officially a foul. I, I, I don't remember him saying what the foul, if it was I mean, on the keeper or if it wasn't one of the defenders, I don't know, but it was, it wasn't the offside. It was a foul. Apparently, right. didn't the Lino, so you, you hear this after every game, though, like this with a contentious decision. Apparently, according to one of the Derby players, didn't didn't the Lino apologise afterwards? Yeah. Apparently so, yeah, apparently. I think, so. I think A, who's <laughs> mentioned here about Derby players not disputing it, I don't know if you not can really. confirm no. that, Seb. Apparently, no. it, was the, it was the other assistant referee, it wasn't me. But Derby players didn't appeal, is that, you can corroborate that? What do you mean, didn't appeal, as in they... As in they didn't look too upset I with the decision. Yeah, yeah, chasing yeah, the yeah ref. I think... I think they weren't chasing the ref, no, but I think yeah. there was definitely it was kind of bewilderment thinking what's yeah, it maybe. been what's it been ruled out for. And if you hear that so, if you listen to the EFL commentary or, or even the Derby commentary, he's not convinced. The, the referee sort of jogs back to the halfway line and doesn't seem to be making a signal. And he thinks is he thinks it's a goal. And then he says, Oh, hang on a minute. Now the ref then blows and get on with it, sort of thing. Well, the only thing we know is that Derby's goal did not count. <laughs> I think either way, it's, it's a bit of luck back for all the luck yeah, we missed out on that first half. It's a great of the time for them to score, isn't it? 
Yeah, it would have been like Bolton with the safe penalty by Walton. It's you know, it's it's just after half time, and it, again, like we said on the Bolton flagship, it could have completely changed the game moments. again. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. yeah. I mean, the harness decision, you know, against Barnsley, two more points taken off. Yeah, taken exactly. Off them, for yeah. Sake. We're, I mean, we're finally getting some luck back for yeah, all the like, uh, crap yeah. from the first half of the season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Well, there's more of that to come later on as well in the other games. A warning shot, sixty-five by Chaplin. Seb, are we starting to get back in control as the half? Yeah, it got, a, the midway point. It got a little bit scrappy, a bit nasty. A couple of horrible challenges from Derby. I mean, Collins went in on Broadhead, and the, the, the Derby fans were giving Broadhead loads of grief. But it was a it was a nasty challenge, I thought. And then later on, somebody goes in on Harness, so they kind of resorted to sorry, fans yeah, about? free kick almost straight away. Cashing got booked, which is why when we come to the second Hell goal, why he couldn't really touch Burns at all. Um, yeah. I'm not sure it was a I'm not sure it was a sending off. It'd been a hell of a big call to send off a uh, a player after two minutes. It was a kind of one on the edge of the box. I guess maybe he'd led with his elbow. I, I, I didn't notice that in real time, I have to say. It was a free kick we were given and he was booked. Cashin was kind of playing on the on the edge for the remaining, you know, ninety-five minutes if you include all the injury time and stuff. But yeah, we had the chance from from Chaplin, kind of gets it onto his his right foot after more a surging run from Morsey and a good ball into the box and fires it straight at the keeper. And the game just started to turn a little bit again. Derby weren't really creating much at all. The like with the penalty at Barnaby, going back to it, like the penalty at Bolton, the, the the disallowed goal kind of seemed to knock the stuffing out of them a little bit. And like we said on the flagship, give, uh, sorry, on the pre-match, given the age of their squad, the energy levels kind of naturally started to drop from them as well. Warren tried to make a few subs to try and freshen it all back up again. But yeah, we were we were still pretty comfortable, I'd say. And there's a double change literally before the second goal, isn't there? I think Arnis comes on. Who else comes on? Do you remember? Uh, no, I can't. You can't. That's fine. I, I should have oh, done Denassian, the Oh, I think came on for Clark. Denassian. Clark got booked for a ridiculous time-wasting offence. Yeah. He didn't. He wasn't time-wasting. It's what you see week in, week out. After the, it was kind of when Derby were on top, sort of towards the end of the first half. He took a little bit of time over a throw in and ridiculously got booked. So it made sense. Denassian coming on at that point. Fair enough. Before we talk about the second goal, um, Chris Rand here. The seventy-two with it, seventy-six thousand followers the same number of people at Wembley today for the pizza cup fun posted earlier that the first goal might nice. be the best counter-attack I've ever seen not my words the words of at the 72 totally. on Twitter if, if Man City scored that Ugh. last year or Barcelona prime Barcelona scored that it would be everywhere yeah it was that good yeah, yeah. let's um we need to put huge amount of praise on Sam Morsey for getting through to Shrewsbury and after Shrewsbury without Incredible. picking up that next yellow card. He's got through this game without a yellow card as well, guys. But what a ball. You mentioned that Morsey being involved in the move out for Chaplin's goal as well, Seb. But Dave, Morsey's love. Is it outside of the boot as well? Might be Left foot, foot, isn't it? It's a reverse pass. It's even better than that. So I think it's a big, big cross over hit cross from the right from Derby. Um, Burns, I think, beyond the far post, beyond the penalty area, um, beyond the penalty area, sort of wins kind of a first header and then he wins the second ball and sort of volleys it forward, whether it's intended for Morsey, I don't know. And then it's brilliant. And then it's the same as the first goal. As soon as Burns plays that ball forward to Morsey, he's gone. He's absolutely gone. And Morsey doesn't even have to look. It's such a great weighted pass, isn't it? So he's on reverses. So the ball comes across him and he almost reverses the pass to um, to, to Burns just inside the derby half. And I mean, he looks, Cashin's running in sand, isn't he? He's absolutely can't live with him. Um, yeah, just unfortunate. He doesn't, well, yeah, I say unfortunate. Again, what a goal that would have been if he finishes at Underworld. Got to give 
um, props to Wildsmith there, really came out well, good yeah. block. But, and then this is just absurd, isn't it? Um, so <laughs> it goes back behind Hurst and probably for an for angle, sort of, I don't know, three or four yards to the right of the penalty spot. And he doesn't take a touch. He just cassettes himself, swivels and just fires it in the top corner. That <laughs> is, some, someone said on the Telegram group, reminiscent of a Marcus Stewart playoff finish. And yeah. it was that, again, is that good? Again, the lad's got so much confidence. Just a brilliant, brilliant finish. Yeah. Um, some chat here um, about Morsey, um, how Morsey didn't get Carter when, when it got nasty at 78 minutes. I'll never know. Also, I quite liked, I don't know whether it was the town behind the scenes. I think it was for the goal, but Morsey's doing a team talk whilst they celebrate that second goal. I thought I noticed yeah, that, nice. which I thought was great. Um, yeah. Dan C mentioning Morsey, obviously um, fasting right now as part of Ramadan. Um Simply brilliant. What a player we have. Um, Chris, how many tackles did Morsey make yesterday? It was incredible. And now adding in a kind of a, an attacking sense as well. Seb, do you want to tell us anything about the goal? Maybe the contribution of Burns. I'll, Phenomenal. You can, you can re- divulge your thoughts on the second goal if you, if you feel like you, you need to. I've alluded to it. It's your call. But so I, I... Just very quickly, I'll ask you a question about Burns and then you can... You can hold your hands up if you want to. Yeah. I think that's the fastest I've seen Burns gallop at anyone yes. this season. It just felt yeah. electric pace. And it's the way he goes again. You know, he does well to kind of get ahead of him. And then he goes again when he gets past cashing into the box. Yeah, when Burns were on his, uh, put the afterburners on and kind of hit it to the keeper, I thought the keeper had, had caught it. So I swore and went like that to the ceiling. And then suddenly everyone's going nuts. So I had to ask my mate who I was with and said, what happened? And he said, oh, yeah, the keeper spilled it. And then the uh, uh, Hurst kind of swiveled and, and, and fired it home. So I didn't actually see the second goal in real time because I was kind of doing a, one of those, yeah, you know, one of those up to the sky kind of moments. But phenomenal second goal. I mean, Whoa, the quality from Burns, yeah. the no-look pass from Morsey is absolutely outstanding. I mean, if you want an example of muscle memory and, you know, formations and patterns of play, there's your there's your there's one of your best examples. Yeah. He knows where... Burns is going to be and yeah absolutely phenomenal he did yeah, yeah. Mullet's right didn't Burns that for us against Fleetwood he did it. on the last day of the season didn't he in the uh, mm. the sign off game for, for Chambers and for and, and for Scoos probably why we signed him in reality uh, yeah. but yeah absolutely phenomenal and that killed the game at that point it was dead Derby were offering very very little They energy levels had noticeably dropped a few lovely touches and flicks from a Goldrick who's still got it but the legs have really gone now I mean I think the legs had gone when we kind of you know we let him go but now they've really gone but apart from a few flicks and stuff from him they they, they didn't really threaten us at all David thank you for the 10 euro super chat very much appreciate your support as always here on Blue Monday thank you so much for that please do give us a thumbs up if you're watching as well on youtube great numbers um keep your thoughts coming we'll come to your thoughts and questions surely if you if you put a cue at the start or something else to denote it's a question we will do the league one roundup and we'll get your thoughts we definitely want to hear from you folks but some really positive chat in here and some really great insights from folk who were there as well which is really helpful and gary's asking the question i think we're all thinking dave do we um is there a deal in place to sign Hurst on a permanent i guess Probably, I think there was chat, wasn't there, as some kind of like yeah, activation wor- clause? I don't think worryingly that, though, but... worryingly though, his um, his um, his home club are in dire straits, aren't wow. they? Wow, no, we hope for a new that. manager bounce, won't they? We don't. Well, yeah, hopefully that's a weird that's a weird decision at this stage, if you ask me. But yeah, um, yeah, they could well. I mean, you, you'd think not, but you know they're in the bottom three for a reason. They're not scoring goals. They're conceding so. Yeah, that would be that would be the caveat that his home club Leicester somehow get relegated, and then 
you know, he's a championship. He's good enough to play in the championship. You would think there'd be a big offload there and then um, someone they'd certainly consider, unfortunately. Yeah. But great finish, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, so patient. You know, he's got I mean, two, three players in the line, is he? With these three finishers in the last three games, just yeah. off the charts. Just Cracking ridiculous. Goal. Cracking Yeah, you know, the finish against Bolton, the header against um, Shrewsbury and yesterday. <laughs> it's ridiculous finishers, all of them. And it's and not so, just the goals as well. The, the, the way he runs, I mean, there were some calls around me for, for sort of subbing him about five minutes before the goal because he puts that much effort in by yeah. leading that press. You know, as soon as one of the, whichever centre-back is in possession that's clearly the trigger, he just goes and he goes for, you know, 60, 65 minutes. Sometimes the ball wasn't sticking with him, but he won his fair share of headers. And yeah, the amount he puts into games as well, not just the, the, the goals in the last few games, is absolutely phenomenal. He's a top, top-class player, isn't he? And you yeah. can see why we you know, wanted him all summer long, you know, yep. it was clear why he was the, the main target yep. now because, you know, he's looking brilliant and like last season when he started scoring for Pompey, it looks like he's up on a little bit of a run. And mm. fit, I think it's a fitness, you know, those first few games, I thought yeah. he looked a bit raw and off it, didn't he? Mm. But, you know, give him, give him a month, six weeks under the, you know, under the current coaching regime and he just looks a super player. And the game seen out pretty comfortably by all accounts, Seb, and then those yep. scenes at full time, uh, talk to us about that. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, seen out very, very comfortably. I mean, when that second goal went in, a lot of the Derby fans started to leave and the stadium was probably only two-thirds full by the time the final whistle goes. And then we've all seen the the stuff the club's put out and it's hard to explain how good that felt. You know, that and Bolton. Bolton, I think, was a better performance. Yesterday wasn't an amazing performance, but it was a much better away day yesterday. It was absolutely phenomenal. You know, you've got 3,000 Ipswich fans. You've got McKenna and everybody walking over. McKenna's pumping up the fans, telling them to sing louder. We're bringing back, you know, we're going, uh, the town are going up, all the chants are back. And we all stayed for about 10, 15 minutes or so after full time. We're all just singing outside. We're all singing. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely brilliant. If you could bottle that feeling and sell it, Christ, you'd be, you know, a multi, multi millionaire. There is nothing like it when you've got them all coming across and, you know, they're giving it to us. We're giving it back to them. It's absolutely brilliant stuff. And yeah, an absolutely top class away day, eight to go. And yeah, phenomenal. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Do you think, do you think, oh mate, do you think Craig's mate, old Yellow Shoes is finally doing the business, I think? Well, <laughs> I was going to ask you this, Dave. So rewind us back to, to I, I'm going to have to do it, back to January. I, I, I remember I, I, I dialed into the Radio Suffolk phone-in because I felt so strong about this that everyone was getting very... Ca- catastrophizing our situation yeah. we knew that the signings were, were going to come they were definitely needed but looking back from that point to now could you have expected that we'd go 11 games unbeaten seven wins in a row with eight clean sheets no, who, could, who <laughs> could really I mean it's just it's just absurd really yeah okay on the face of it those home games you know the Morecambe's the Forest Greens um, the Burtons etc you'd expect that but you know these were tough away games at Burton and Derby and the and look you know as we know the sort of away games where in recent seasons we just you know, just haven't quite had enough. Maybe perhaps we're a bit harshly done by at both Sheffield Wednesday and perhaps to a degree Plymouth away. But we always seem to have come out on the wrong end of these games away, these big, tough, when it really matters away games. But yeah, not not now. You, you just go into games now. They must be just absolutely buzzing with confidence. There's so much, you know, goals, it's goals right through the team. It's, it's just, I think it's fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's. I don't want to get. I know we, we we discussed in the green room, and I said I'd try and keep a lid on it. But no, no. Look, I'm going to put Moscow Blue Mules thought up here. Please keep my feet on the ground, chaps. It's, it's really to hard to those. It's, it's, right. it's, it's in, we're so good. We are exceptional Why? side at this yeah. level. We are no. phenomenal. You know, I mean, you know, we're we're, we're going away from home. Oh, we're yeah. absolutely bossing games. We haven't conceded a goal for 79 years. It's it's just absolutely phenomenal at the moment. You know, these are the kind of reasons you want to be a town fan. We haven't had it. Let's be we've had what one half deep one good season 14 15 in the last uh, I mean, 20 what, yeah oh really was it yeah maybe at last 18 years or so since since royal left us with the the two playoff seasons so yeah it's it's hard to explain how good a side we are at the moment and yeah i i no, shouldn't get to, I, mean, I, I think we're going to win the league personally i think well, you know well it's I, I, squad, it's not just a side is it it's a squad i mean the squad yeah, is yeah. just you look at the bench yesterday it's just absurd absurdly good isn't it and we can relate to them again and they can relate to us again and it's it's you know it's it's phenomenal it's brilliant right Right. well i've repeat we've got the toughest run of of everyone but i do have i do have a question so i've I've got my job guys i'm just but we've just beaten bolton in their backyard beaten derby in their backyard (laughs) it's a really good point seb so chef would have just i just want yeah well we'll get to that as well dave we'll get to that as well the script is not helping me out with trying to keep people's feet on the ground i just wanted to ask seb whether you were a Bolton as well, weren't you? Yep. There's a different strategy in these away games, particularly against tougher opposition. Bolton and Derby, both games where the home side have had more possession and we seem to have countered them um, very rapidly. And, you know, the XG is something that I we, we quite like here on Blue Monday, but the XG bears out that we deserve the win. But possession-wise, it's something we've dominated. I think there's only four times, including these two matches where we haven't had the lion's share of the possession. Have you noticed a, a, an evolution of the st- of style or a strategy from McKerrin in these games? 
Yeah, we've just mixed it up a bit. We've learned how to do things slightly different, I guess, haven't we? We've those those two games in particular, Bolton and and yesterday, were very much counter-attacking, kind of the way we we set up. But we did it earlier in the season as well. I remember being at Sheffield Wednesday, and I think both those goals were were kind of counter-attacking goals. So it's something we've had in our locker for a little while. We're just using it now to uh, to <laughs> we're just using it now to to, to to full effect, you know. And when we've got the players of the the confidence and the quality of the likes of Broadhead and Burns, who are so direct with the ball, who've got so much pace and good quality, close control, we can punish teams this way. You know, I guess we always know we've been the best we've been this season is when we move the ball really quickly, either from yeah. back to front yeah. or we're kind of you know passing triangles, moving quickly up the pitch. The the times we've struggled and when we kind of got very little movement. And when we're kind of, you know, slow with the ball and kind of lackadaisical. In, in the last couple of games, we haven't been doing that. We've been moving the ball so, so quickly. And given the quality on both flanks and the desire of somebody like Chapman, who always wants to get on the end of things, then counter-attacking goals are, are, are going to be a natural consequence, I think. Yeah, Zorat making point. All four goals were counters. Chris is also coming back from, from my standpoint. It's not getting carried away. I don't know what's going to happen or whether we'll get promoted, but let's celebrate a run that almost none of us have seen in our lifetimes here. And here. It, sound, it sounds cheesy and it will sound corny. And we've all said it since the game changer guys come in. But they've completely changed everything. They've, they really have. I know it sounds cheesy to say we've got our club back, etc. But you see those scenes at the full-time whistle and it's really hard to disagree with it, let's be honest. There you go. There you go. Well, I, I say I've got nothing, uh, nothing else. Even um, I'm trying to find someone's talked about goal difference. Even our goal difference is superior to everyone else around us. It's well, worth an so. extra point, isn't it? It's worth. Oh, a, easily. Yeah. So yeah, it really yeah. is. But there you go. Right. Let's do. There's plenty of questions. So let's um, rattle through the League One roundup. Um, <clears throat> worth mentioning. Um, prediction show is still available at the moment. Ben, Craig, and Joe, the only members of the team who confidently predicted the win. I know, Seb, you changed, changed your position mind, yeah, live yeah. on the pre match show, but that's still available. You can see what we think the running will look like and you can now know who to trust and who to not trust. pre match show, uh, we'll figure out when that's going to go out. We've also got Wickham and Cheltenham in quick succession, so there'll definitely be pre-match content for those matches. We'll just figure that one out. Same with the flagship show. Should be back next Sunday, but we'll um, check out... Check out Check out, check out Blue Monday ITFC.co.uk for all the information, including joining Telegram. Continue the debate after the show over on Telegram. We'll be definitely doing that. Get some merch. If you want to get some Blue Monday branded goods, you've got uh, four hours until the uh, the promo code for 20% off runs out. But Blue Monday ITFC.co.uk is where all of our bits and pieces are. Do come and join some um, some shows coming up this week ahead of well we'll we'll know we'll certainly know where we stand after the easter weekend won't we right let's quickly deal with league one we mentioned it right at the top um seb did i not say lincoln are very good against the top six away from home who doubted me who which of you i didn't predict it obviously but uh, let's put the scores up on screen there uh lincoln getting that point at shepherd wednesday wow guys no one really saw that one coming did they who wants to talk about that one? No, Seb? no, yeah, complete, yeah, a shock, especially with Wednesday going one nil up with a goal from Smith. Uh, Stockdale, yeah. yeah, had a bit of a bit of a mare, pushes one back into the danger zone, and Lincoln tap home. And okay, they rode their luck a little bit. I think Wednesday had one off the line towards the end from a, a header off from, from from Smith, but they're in a hell of a wobble, aren't they? Is it three points from fifteen? I think that's I think right, so. isn't it? Yeah, three yeah. points in the last five games. What a what an awful run of form there. And I, I don't know who they've got over Easter. I've not checked that far in ahead to see who they're playing. But the way they're, they're going Oxford at the moment, next. you wouldn't have that much faith in them at all. Oxford away. Oxford, Oxford fighting. Away. Oxford got a point off Peterborough at the weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Dave, if you want to 
get your form back on track and you're at home, the team you want to face is Morecambe, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think oh. yeah. Again, I think Devante Cole scored. I think five minutes in, it was one nil. So it was only going to go one way that game. Um, yeah, did you know Barnsley? Fair play to them. Did what they did. What they had to do. Bounce back. Um, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, unfortunately, coming up, I think Morecambe figure Morecambe figure a little bit um, next Friday. They're at, okay, not away, but they're at home to Plymouth next Friday. Mm-hmm. So, so they could be. Uh, Plymouth <laughs> off the back of a four 0 drubbing in the Pizza Cup as well, and yeah, yeah. Your yeah. thoughts on that one? Of that guy, that psychologically, that's got to have a factor, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Schumacher's I all... going to talk it down, but well, I think we all thought that. I know you mentioned it on a Telegram group, Rich, that you thought that Schumacher would be giving him the old um, proverbial hairdryer at half time. Well, if he did, it certainly didn't work. It was three nil, literally yeah. five minutes in. So, I mean, that that game could have been anything. Well, one one, they could have probably should have finished with nine players yep. and that could have easily been six, seven. Yeah, not good. Really yep. not good. We mentioned Peterborough getting a point at Oxford. That's probably Peterborough, I think, that was still enough to put, take them into the top six. The, the four teams in the league, ironically, right now, apart from us, um, Barnsley and Peterborough, I think, are Cheltenham and Charlton. And Charlton, Macaulay Bond oh. finally off the score. Wow. The score sheet. Who saw that one coming? I mean, we we sat and did the pre-match show a couple of weeks ago for Shrewsbury and didn't they have one of the best defensive records away yeah. from home in the league? It was, yeah, that was a, a hell of a st- stonking free kick for that one as well for the opening goal. By, I can't remember who scored it, but the Charlton player, yeah, really, really great free kick. But that was a, uh, yeah, a bit of a coupon buster, I'd suggest. And obviously great for Macaulay Bonta to finally get his goal. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. it's been a while, isn't it? And Wickham... Yeah. Um, denied by a late goal by MK Dons, who are dragging themselves away from the danger. And probably, yeah, I mean, Wickham on Friday is going to be, we'll talk about that, obviously, in the pre-match show. Um, but are they starting to get, let's have a look at the league table. Seb's doing his partridge. Right? Fine. Don't worry about it. Revamp <laughs> affairs. Here's the league table, guys. Whatever. Look at Wickham a little only, bit. Only one win in the last five. Yeah. Not, yeah. not heading in with great form. It's not blinding form, is it? No. But a game um, in hand on Sheffield Wednesday and two points behind them. So mathematically in our hands. Could have thought two weeks ago that after this string of results, we'd be two points behind Sheffield with a game in hand. I mean, it's just ridiculous, really. They were eight clear at one point, eight clear with two games in hand. Oh, God, they were absolutely coasting it. And Ben, I think, I remember Ben, Ben making the point, I think, after the Barnsley game, didn't he? He said, yeah, it's almost a free hit for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Um, you know, Barnes, perhaps they deserve the point, a bit harsh to 4-2, but yeah, they'll put um, they'll put Forest Green away and they'll put Lincoln away and um, um, Cheltenham, as, Cheltenham as well, I think, you know, and all will be well. Well, oh dear, yeah, two points out of those three games. Totally, totally different complexion. And um, yep. yeah, I went on Al's talk and had a little look around and yeah, all is, all is not, all is not well. Like Wrath of the Barkley, Norwich fans. Wrath of the Barkley. Very exactly. miserable in Understandably, position. I mean, can you imagine... Losing to a say, team in this if, top two, yeah. Well, mm. Not just that, but can you imagine if the shoe was kind of on the other Ooh. foot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Right, let's go to your questions. If you put a cue at the start of it, we will come to it. Apologies if right, there's a lot of chat tonight. So thank you, everyone, for being part of it. Really appreciate it. As we mentioned before, do give us a thumbs up. Do give us a subscribe. We're here every Sunday night talking about Ipswich Town, ideally in these positive terms as well. But uh, if you put a cue, we'll try and come to you as soon as we can. Start with Tom. We've talked about Plymouth's stuffing. Do you want to mention anything more on that one, guys? I think we've dealt with that. We hope 
that that will be the case. But Plymouth have got a knack of bouncing back, haven't they? Said when they well, the home form that. is just ridiculous, isn't it? So yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know who they what their kind of home fixtures are, but they're pretty much all bankers given yeah, how they've been all season. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't expect anything from their kind of their, interestingly their, their, enough, their, their next home game is against Lincoln. Oh, yeah. there you go. I know they've got they've got Exeter and Shrewsbury go. away, haven't they? It might be consecutively towards the middle of the month, maybe. Ooh. I've just got a feeling that might be a, uh, a pivotal so, weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, Morecambe away, then um, Easter Monday, Lincoln at home, and then the following Saturday, um, uh, yeah, the, the the Derby. Exeter, yeah. yeah. Excellent. They've, got to go, they've still got to go to Shrewsbury as well, who are who are no mugs, to quote an old, uh, we would an love old favourite. We would love it if they'd be there. Yeah, we'll try and love it. Tell you rattle what, through I'll these quickly it. if we can, guys. Um, this one, pretty quick, because I'm not sure any of us can answer this one. Maybe Seb. Um, Chris Horn wants to know, is there a good place to go out in Fleetwood? Oh, no. Uh, no, there you go. Sipping on. Uh, we'll do. We'll cover that Probably in the head, pre-match show head, in a few weeks' time. Head, 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 head to Blackpool, back to Blackpool, but that's not yes. saying much either. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, mullet, Dave. Goal difference or points? What will be the biggest gap between us and whoever finishes first in uh, second? Well, let's put it. Let's put it. Let's put it first or say. Let's put it second. So put it till we finish second. Honestly, think now it'll be points. Honestly, do. <laughs> Yeah, moving on. I'm saying how many? Moving on. Moving on. How many? We'll win it at home to Exeter. It's in the stars. Yeah, it's it, it's my think... birthday on the Sunday, and I'm going to see in <laughs> my birthday <laughs> on the Cornhill at twelve at midnight, chanting, "We've got Super <laughs> Kieran McKenna after right, we've well, won there, the there's an invite to it's everyone. Be amazing. There, you, you know where we'll be after that. Uh, we'll be at the Greyhound first, definitely. Ooh, dear. Uh, Zorak. Um, question for Sam. Right, Edwards dancing. Oh, I haven't seen. Loved this. It. It's in, it's it's in the, it. It's in the post town in five. No, right, it's in it's in the yeah the right. stuff they've the stuff they've done at the end yeah brilliant okay, yeah, it's, and it, that, yeah. you know Edwards barely features you know he gets a handful of minutes here and there but you know it shows the the spirit and the togetherness Great in, the, squad, in the squad yeah absolutely brilliant to see fantastic uh, one word answer can we from Neil can we will we go and beat him? I mean can we uh, yeah it's not impossible can. is it will unbeaten, we unbeaten unbeaten you guys say something he thinks like we will and here I, I think. You know, but hey, as we said, might all be virtually done and dusted by Barnsley oh. away on the on the twenty twenty fifth. Who knows? Look, who knows? So, I think I'm not the I host think, for this. I'm, I, I'm I think I too many years I put, of disappointment. I put us to. I put us. I think I had seven. I had a seven two one. So I'm already off to a bad start because I had us drawing yesterday, and I think I did perhaps have us losing at Barnsley. But yeah, the all the others the end, pretty much. Maybe. See, it I had losing. I had us losing at Peterborough. Enough. That was that's what that's. That's still well, maybe I had maybe it, sorry maybe it was Peter. But yeah, not that's still the one remember. I'm worried about. Having seen Derby against Wednesday, and I kept seeing the spacing behind the fullbacks. I think Braun's and uh, Broadhead and Burns might have some fun away at Oakwell, but for some reason I don't know why Peterborough. Maybe it's our record there. Maybe it's the fact they're in a decent run of four. Maybe it's the fact they're a side full of goals. I just think that's going to be a real tough one. Well, so we'll, yeah, only, we'll only win it two one as opposed to three 0 <laughs> Oxford have given us some hope maybe as well um, good job on answering these questions nice and succinctly guys Rob uh, question on a scale of 1 to 10 how significant do you think our January <laughs> signings have been David you talked about this briefly didn't you yeah I mean it's, <laughs> I think Rob is heading it's, it's not far short of 10 really isn't it it really is um, yeah even Luongo uh, guys oh Luongo just uh, you know we haven't conceded a goal with Luongo in the tide he's absolutely been chat, a yeah. com- 
complete revelation. And you're not telling me those these three or four games, well, three games, was it? Well, Morsey was sitting on these nine yellow cards. The influence he had on that. I think he was, you know, massive respect for Morsey for, for managing that. But I think a lot of that has got to go down to Luongo as well. And just his physical just his general physical presence in there and his and his experience. Absolutely great signing. But you know, all three of them Clark yesterday look what I saw of it saying like rampaging, isn't he? It's just a great and we all love that, don't we? But like I said at the at, at the outset, I'm rapidly coming around to Ben's um Ben's thought process on um this this team is can be can be looked at pre post broadhead. Yeah. Uh, Clark's gonna score the goal that takes us up. There you go. Can so you imagine? Twenty yards. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael, um, have we ever made any signings in January? Um, have we ever made yeah. signings in January that have changed the team's results? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seb, talk about the belief of the fans as well, though. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, that's that's where we are. Obviously, 2000 is the one, isn't it? Bringing in Marcus Stewart, you're, you're, you're strengthening from a position of strength, which is something we never did annoyingly under Mick in 2015, which we should have done. We couldn't really do it in 2005. I know we bought in Darren Curry, but we were so skinned, we couldn't really go out and buy any kind of, kind of real quality. But yeah, having seen these additions come in, we all kind of liken it to, 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 to 2000 and that just increases the belief amongst the fan base, doesn't it? You know, we've added quality to an already very good squad at this level. It took a couple of months, maybe for some of those players to kind of bed in and get up to speed and get used to the way we play, where we play football, but they're now fully all integrated and, and look at the results. Yep. Uh, Kev here, Dave, do you think our running on our current form is harder than the other big three, given lower teams are picking up points from our rivals? Interesting. Kind of opposite thought to what I was saying that we've got, Peterborough, Barnsley, Wickham, but Lincoln, Cheltenham, Exeter, you know, these are teams that are upsetting things a little bit, aren't they? Yeah, they are, but you've got to be, the way we're playing, Rich, you've just got to be confident, you know, you're, you're confident that, you know, it's not going to get oh, it's famous. I know we're playing Wickham on Friday, so I'm really crossing everything, touching wood here. You're just confident of, of you know, a good start, perhaps a goal, goal, 15, 20 minutes, and, you know, other team has to come out and we build on that. We, Especially at home now, yeah. We again, famous last words. Yeah, this will bite me in the ass. I know, but we just look almost impregnable. We do. I mean, oh. eight clean sheets. Oh. No, but honestly, though, we do. Though, don't we? Eight clean sheets in any. Um, um, uh, Clinton Morrison said on yeah, the show, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It is. Yeah. It just doesn't happen in any yeah. in pretty much any form of you know professional football. You know, eight clean sheets on the spin. Absolutely. It's a, it's a record in the EFL this season as well. I think Preston had seven as well. Do, do we know so, what the all-time EFL record? I don't know, but we'll, we'll find That's it worth, out. Someone will, someone will post that. Someone in a will minute. help us out with that. Yeah, uh, Dave, right. who's going to win the Masters? Oh, that's a shout because the li- oh mate because the live guys are playing, aren't they? Oh, do you know what? I don't know. I mean, Scheffler is Scheff- so yeah. consistent. Up uh, well, yeah, I say up until kind of last week. To be fair, at the end. Do you know what McElroy's hitting the ball? So I was going to say it's, it's, it's time got for to be, He's hitting his driver ridiculous. Um, so it's got to be his turn. Some. So I think I might have a little flutter on um, on McElroy next there week to to finally break that that um, yeah Grand Slam um, hoodoo sitting over him. Seb, shoot him, McGavin. Good yeah. shot. <laughs> um, uh, a question for you then, Seb, uh, from Dan. Does Ladapa get start over the Easter weekend? Big. Ask to have Hurst put in those effort levels in games in quick succession? Potentially, maybe. I think he'll have a role to play between now and the end of the season. But Hurst, the man in form, you know, he's three and three, tends to score in streaks. Wickham, although Ainsworth isn't there anymore, have still got the same big units at the centre uh, half. So I think I'd 
I definitely want Hurst against Wickham. And he's, he's had pretty much a full week. You know, I know it's on the Friday, but it's pretty much a full week. Um, and then, it, you know, it's it, you've still got then two days to recover before before the Cheltenham game. So he might not make the 90 minutes in either game, but I'd certainly have him, I think, starting, given given how he's playing at the moment. I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think he'll definitely start against Wickham. And mm. wouldn't be surprised to see Ladapo starting, yeah. depending on the Wickham result, if, you know, a win. Wouldn't be surprised to see Ladapo starting maybe at Cheltenham. But yeah, yeah. I think he'll certainly start. He'll certainly start Friday. Moscow Blue Mule. There we go. This is the kind of question we oh, need. Bring it. everyone down. Could Leicester come calling for McKenna? He could also go to Chelsea. They've sacked Potter while we've been on the air. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Potter's, yeah, Potter's gone. Are they going to do a swap, aren't they? Potter to Leicester and Honestly, Rogers to sur- Chelsea. Would it not surprise oh, yeah. you? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Rogers back to Chelsea. Would it surprise, yeah. surprise me? You you know. Rogers, Rogers could be a weird one because he could he could end up getting sacked and then getting <laughs> falling into a bigger job. I mean, it's nuts, isn't it? Um. Do you keep your questions coming. If you put a cue at the start, it will really, really help me out here. We mentioned him briefly, but Chaplin now on 20 goals in all comps, isn't it? 17 in the league. Can he get to 25 goals? Asked Neil, Par- uh, Neil Perks, that's, Seb. That's, that's, a big, that's a big ask, isn't it? Yeah, was it 17 in the league, was it? 17 in the league, yeah. If, if he scores seven in the remaining eight, in the remaining eight <laughs> games, then then yeah, we'll win the league. We don't concede, yeah, we don't concede any goals, so we pretty much wrap everything up. No, I think that's a big ask. I think he'll get to 20, uh, but I think 25 yeah, I is probably so. a bit of a big ask. Yeah, I think uh, you're right, yeah. Uh, we've got another yes-no here for you. David Bergen, our mate David always goes straight for the jugular. Will we get autos now? Uh, David, I honestly think we... I honestly think we might. I think we will. There you go. I honestly, think, I think we will. Seb? Yeah, I think we're going to win the league. I, I really, I, I really do. I, I really do. I, I do. It's, 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 it's a belief, though, isn't it? Yeah, belief, and I've been yeah. to, I don't know, I've been to 10, 11 away games this year, yeah, and it's getting effort, better and better. And it's just, the, the scenes at full-time are phenomenal. We're playing yeah. so well. And yeah, I, I genuinely do think now we're going to win the league. LJ, it's a really interesting question this, Dave. I'll come to you on this. Well, maybe I'll get your thoughts as well, Seb. Do you think going on the road to teams this stage of the season I that definitely. need to attack... Playing into our hands, goals on the break wasn't so much of a thing against mid-table teams at Portman Road back in October, but absolutely. Bolton and Derby, and we talked absolutely, about... Absolutely, definitely spoken about yeah. the possession, which is what two of only four games this season when the possession stats have been um, you know, not in our favour. So, yeah, very much so. Matthew summed it up, I think, quite well. Again, I think he perhaps touch went over the top at full time yesterday but he said to um, GMAC in the studio, look, any team that tries to take Ipswich on in this league, in this form, toe-to-toe, just going to get blown away and we've got said we we asked I, I came to you and asked you the question about the kind of the, the change in approach that maybe you know as dave's saying the less possession based the the rapid fire counter attacks but bolton were playing for something derby were playing for something peter rabanzi are playing for something you know we as much as we think that or i feel <laughs> you're all on cloud nine um but as much as we feel the pressure is only on us it really isn't is it against no. these teams so not only no. does that start to play but the mentality aspect of the pressure of the game that comes into it as well doesn't it and kevin mincher mr yellow shoes has got a big role to play hasn't he i just, I just yeah. think as each game goes by the the pressure just releases, doesn't it? Because the belief, the belief just increases. So, you know, starting with that run of home games after the, what was it, the 2-2, Chef, Chef went, so pretty much starting from when we went 2-0 down, incredibly. So 2-0 down, you know, sliding doors moments, they should make that 3-0. Yeah, the guy's through, is it Smith through, you know, knocks it wide, that 3-0, game over. Um, you know, going back to that, and then, you know, you get, you know, you start winning these games, at least, I think there was three or four games that we all looked at, so, well, to have any chance, we've got to win these four 
and it just ramps up and up and up. And I think it kind of releases pressure because the belief just grows. Seb? Totally agree. Yeah, really, really totally agree with that. Yeah, if we go away to sides that have to play for something and have to attack us, we will pick them off at ease because we've got so many different kinds of goals we can score now. We've got so much confidence in the side. We've got quality players throughout the team who, you know, players who can run direct with the, the ball at their feet and really look to damage people. And and, and yeah, like Dave says, you know... the Seb, you're... you're- your man of the match yesterday? Uh, but it has to be Burns, I think, for yeah. the, the, the <laughs> knockdown for the first goal. That run in the 75th minute as well, he put a lot into the game and he still has the the fitness to, 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 to burn past. But also, side notes to Burgess was immense and Morsey. They were superb. Fair, Burns must be rampaging up the assists league now. Surely that's three in the last three, isn't it? All three. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, certainly. I think it might be yeah. four. I think it might be four. Oh, hang on, four, no, would he have got no, 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 he he no, he wouldn't. No, of course he wouldn't have got it for yesterday, though, would he? Not the second no, one. He, he gets the knockdown one. He gets the first one. He did. Yeah, I don't know he gets one. Yeah, one for the first one. That's what yeah, I mean. the second one. No, technically so, no, he won't yes, get that, that one. That, no, absolutely. It's so three in three games. I mean, yeah, he must be shooting out there, Rich. Yeah. Let me uh, let me see if I can find it. So Leaf Davis still leading the way on assists with ten. Where's Burns now? On nine. Yeah. Told you. yeah, nine assists. He's hit form. He's, he's hit form at just the right time, hasn't he? I mean, there was some debate of what six, eight weeks ago about should Jackson come into the side after Jackson was really good away at Burnley, and we kind of thought, you know, Burns hasn't quite lived up to the same levels as he did last year. But in the last what month or so since this run started, Burns has been absolutely but again. No, does that not coincide with the you know relationship now with Clark as well? Going yep. back to. That. Uh, bless our friend um, Harry from Bath's adage. You know what a partnership that is now down the right. The covalent bonds. Yeah, I've got his, I've got Burn stats here. Yeah, assist versus Burton, an assist versus Bolton, an assist versus Shrewsbury. Um, uh, amusingly, uh, his appearances against Croatia and being on the bench against Latvia also show up there as well. Derby. So yeah, that's three games in a row. Five, uh, four out of five ways provided an assist, guys. So on yeah. fire impressive stuff and i think someone mentioned um joe tweeted yesterday that since here we go from neil the stat joe tweeted yesterday was mind-blowing since being two nil down to wednesday we've scored 20 goals without reply it's just laughable it really is that's just ridiculous um tony rand evening to tony who i abandoned at felix though earlier uh do you Tyler, think match officials should give more than 60 minutes notice when calling off a game i thought i thought i saw a yes. tone having a pad, having a sneaky paddle near the pier in our I, telegram group. i think I they thought, were yeah i think yeah i think he thoroughly embraced his, his he, did. he didn't waste his day in felix or his afternoon in felix though yeah they well david w here said um hashtag believe rich Exactly right. I need to wear my Ted Lasso shirt maybe next time around. A lot of love for what Sev is saying as well. I'm trying to time it back from five minutes ago. Did you say we were going to win the league or something? You did. Yeah, I think we are. I think I didn't. I, t- I think I texted you at full time yesterday, you didn't did, I? I think I said did, we're going to. I put that down to the emotion of it. Yeah, but 24 hours or 20, yeah, 28 hours later, I still feel that way because, like I said earlier, it's hard to explain how good we we are an exceptional side you know uh, uh, throughout the team you've got quality players we look so comfortable in games we're going away previously the likes of you know a top six side away from home we'd have been like oh take a point here you know get out of town with a point is a good result but at the moment teams just simply cannot live with us and if we can't score down the left through davis we'll go down the right with burns if we don't go down the left through broadhead we'll go through the middle with chaplin (laughs) we'll score a goal from a set piece if we need to you've got morsey and luongo botting (laughs) games in the middle if we do 
mess up, Walton's gone back to making saves again. There is just that much quality throughout this entire eleven. I genuinely do. I mean, you can clip it and Stop hopefully it. you can play it when just we're on the Cornhill at midnight. It's like Churchill, Churchillian, isn't it? Like I, Churchill. think, I think Never. we're going to win the league. I really do. <laughs> Never in the field Never of the And we had such a good opportunity of winning the league. <laughs> I mean, Seb's going to be in the water fountains on the in the town hall steps, uh, guys. So come and join oh, us. Um, oh, mate. Honestly. Back to it. Um, our, from promotion given, um, are Barnsley now bigger threats with the autos than Wednesday? I mean, Wednesday have got some serious bouncing back to do if they are to get this back on track. They mm. really have. I mean, that is just not at this stage of the season. I mean, we all, you know, we all spoke about our oh, dip what mid mid January perhaps to to what mid mid Feb as it was. Well, no, to Bristol Rovers, yeah, mid Feb. Um, and we all said, well, look, look at these games coming up. Let's get if if that's our dip, then fine. Better to have it January, Feb. It is not good to have that this sign of loss of form. March going into March going into April at all. So, Spawn. yeah, I mean, I don't I, th- I don't think they've been helped. They've had some big players missing. Byers, is, I think, is a very underrated player. And I think whether I'm not sure he he featured yesterday or Windass. I'm not sure. Sorry, he may have done. I'm not. I didn't notice, but they've had some misses there. But yeah. I just didn't see it. Look, you know, Ben. You know, look at Ben. He said, yeah, okay. Well, perhaps give him the give him the pass that game away at Barnsley, but he yeah just well we saw Ben on Thursday and he was shaking his head. He said just didn't see it at all. We'll do a couple more before we say goodbye. Um, question about Gregory. I think it might not be out of choice. McKenna in his Suffolk post match certainly didn't know too much about the situation with Leif Davis's injury. So uh, I guess if well. It is Michael Warner's thought as well. With Lee in the team, do you think it gives Broadhead more space to attack? Seb, what's your thoughts on if you've got a choice of the two of them, I guess, which is what Michael's alluding to, would you favour Lee or is it just... Yeah, if they're, if they're, if they're both there. fit and there's no issue, you play Davis, you know, he's been right. exceptional this season with his set-piece threat as well. But what a great understudy to have in case he's not. Did, did McKenna uh, say it was a hamstring? Is that right? Did he say post-match it was... Specific- Okay. I think it's just a knock. I think he said. In okay. Training. Fine. Okay. If, if there's any if risk, um, yeah, you don't you don't risk. Maybe, yeah, maybe don't. against Wickham, it's useful to have Lee in the side, given the height from set pieces. I know Ainsworth has gone, and you know they might be trying to change things up a little bit, with, but with the, with Bloomfield, but they're still you know they're still Wickham. Maybe the extra leap from Lee because he won a good few headers in the in the, in the box uh, yesterday. He's, he's a more than capable kind of deputy. Uh, but if Davis is if they're both fit with no issue, you, you play Davis. And I yeah. think if it is from from my thought, if it if it is any sort of hamstring, even a slight strain, that's that's two weeks minimum. Don't risk it. Yeah. And you don't yeah. risk it either. I know our don't... medical yeah. I know our medical team this season are just unbelievable in getting players back and players back match fit as well. But yeah, if it, if if that's any sort of hamstring tra- strain, I'll be very surprised to see him. Certainly, yeah. I'll be yeah, very surprised yeah. to see him starting at all next weekend, I would have thought. Yeah, Zorax confirming it there. But as um, Seb said and we've and all said, agency. what what an understudy. Yeah, I think uh, some. Oh, we've got a super chat as well. LJ, thank you so much. Off for lunch and a few drinks. Thank you, LJ. <laughs> See you, you next are, she week. Looks like Chicago, LJ, isn't it? Oh, yeah, let us know where you are, LJ. Looks like Chicago. Uh, I think. Somewhere where it's yeah, it's Sears Tower, isn't it? Yeah, it's Sears Tower. There you go. Nice. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, I, I feel like I need to end with a question that kind of summarizes the level of feeling, for, certainly from. Um, my uh, the two contributors we've had tonight. Uh, George asks, best spot in town for the open top bus, Seb? It'll be ending up on the corner. It'll be, it'll be reminiscent of 23 years ago, whatever it was. We'll all be on the corner. Yeah. They'll come out. Have they, you can still stand on it, can't you? Yeah, it's got steps and all sorts now. It's going to be very oh, surprising. The, the one say... thing drunk people can deal with is slippery surfaces and steps. It'll be fine. Yeah. 
All I've got to say is, have you walked past Debenhams? Probably not in the last week or so. There's scaffolding up. <laughs> oh, we're gonna, where, so where else are you going? Oh, back in the, I mean, back in the day, sort of 78, there they were bus shelters, I mean, way before your time, boys. There were bus shelters, metal bus shelters on top of the, um, you know, actually on the Cornhill outside the town hall and people were clambering on top of those and people were on the post office roof and hanging out. Well, like, well this won't happen, hanging out of the window and on the actual, on the line of the Golden Line, which is obviously now shut the vaults as well. So, yeah, um, what, I mean, if it comes to pass, just be brilliant on it to see it again. Go. As someone for everyone to be dreaming about the next few weeks. Um, guys, thank you so much for your unbounded optimism, making me feel very uncomfortable. Thank you, everyone. Um, really great numbers. Great to have so many of you with us, um, making so much great contributions in the chat. Apologies if we didn't get to you. There's so much stuff out there. Um, but um, exciting weekend, hopefully an exciting Easter weekend coming up as well. Do join us here on Blue Monday. Um, Free match show, flagship show will always be here. Great to have you with us as well. Um, any last thoughts, uh, Seb, before we say goodbye? No, nope, thank you everyone for joining. We'll go again over Easter and yeah, enjoy it. This is what football is all about. There you go, Dave. Yeah, forget second. We're going to win the league now. I'm convinced now. <laughs> convinced. <laughs> there you go. Dave Diamond has said it. Everyone have a great <laughs> week. We'll see you soon. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.